Welcome to Musically Speaking, the podcast with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro, where we discuss all things music, the business of music, and making your mark as an independent artist. We're glad you're here. So let's get this show started. Welcome. Welcome to episode number two of Musically Speaking Podcast. My name is Lewis. And my name is Pedro. Yes, yes. Hey, how was your week, man? So far, so good. We are in what is uh, middle of winter here in New York City, so the weather is a little bit colder. <laughs> you know what's going through my mind, right? You know, I'm in sunny Florida. This is a uh, this is season to uh, to make some phone calls and rub it in in New York. So uh, sounds like I have a couple of calls to make. Yeah, it, it seems like it never gets old for my friends down south to. <laughs> hey, uh, that's know. our responsibility, bro. Don't don't hate. Um, it's all good though, uh, you know. I'm used to it, and of course, for me, I always like to take some time to uh, make make a little trip down there. Now that it's cold up here, so. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a uh, snowbirds. Yeah, definitely gotta do that. <laughs> but uh, don't expect the uh, to be reciprocated because I am not going up there. <laughs> I I I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think anybody wants to be up here right now. It's uh, below freezing and uh, quite chilly. So yeah, yeah, something um, I don't miss. I don't miss. So a lot's been going on in the music industry, man. I don't know. Have you had a chance to uh, to uh, see the whole R. Kelly thing that's going on with uh, the docuseries? Yeah, I, I've not seen the surviving R. Kelly. Uh, however, it 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 almost it was like pouring gasoline on a fire. I mean, it blew up the minute it came out. Oh yeah. And it's one of those things where. You know, this has been something that people have talked about either directly or indirectly for a very long time. I mean, if you look at the Chappelle Show skit, he was talking about R. Kelly and some of the stuff that he was doing. This isn't old news here. I think the difference is that with this docuseries, it took a brave man to gather these brave women to speak about stuff that was almost uh, mythical and very secretive. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's right. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was um, it, it kind of caught me a little bit off guard because you know it's been so long since you heard those stories, and I remember I remember the sex tape came out. I remember him being acquitted in in, uh, in, in court. And it kind of died, right? You know, so you would think that, you know, that, hey, maybe, you know, it died in that that period. But this docuseries kind of brings to light that it's alive and well and, and, and really go into depth on how bad it is, man. It, this 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 guy's sick. It's, it's, it's crazy. You know, when it comes to stories like this where they really dig deep and they go into details where you know you don't want to you don't want to really know about all this kind of stuff and, and it gets it gets to the point where a lot of folks feel like did you know about this did you know that this was going on what are your thoughts on it i mean from your perspective since you did get to see this show and you got to see the whole docu series you know Tell me, in, in, in your words, kind of how was it produced? Did, it, did the folks that were on it sound credible? Was there anything on there that you felt like, oh, my God, this is, 
I can't believe this hasn't been exposed before. I mean, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, without giving out too much, you know, I still want folks to kind of catch it for themselves. Of um, course, so like not, myself. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not going to go into detail, but but some things stuck out, right? Uh, first of all, for those who don't know, it's it's a it's a six part docu series on Lifetime Network, and for the most part, the docu series is just a number of interviews, um, interviewing uh, uh, victims. Um, of R. Kelly, uh, you know, throughout the years. Um, and, you know, of course, they're much older now, but they're telling stories about when they were 12, 13, 14, 15, when they first met R. Kelly and their experiences and what happened and where did they go and what was life like. Um, so it's it's heart-wrenching to hear some of the stories. Um, and and from my take, it's it, it just comes off as very authentic. You can see a lot of the young girls had just problems speaking the words and just struggled, you know, through their tears telling their story. Um, some of the standouts for me was uh, R. Kelly's ex-wife, Andrea R. Kelly, um, who, from her perspective, you know, she was married to him and kind of walked you through what that what that marriage was like. And in my opinion, she she sort of anchors the, the series, um, giving her perspective, unique perspective, and, and talks about her experience, uh, you know, good and bad with R. Kelly. Um, and, and I do have to say that that uh, every episode starts with a disclaimer um, from the network saying, you know, R. Kelly denies these allegations, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, you know, you know that he's not with this is, you know, this is not something that he wanted, you know, for, for folks to see. Um, but uh, but it's it's heart wrenching and it's uh, at moments it's intense. Um, there are points also where he, uh, where, where the network interviews folks that were on R. Kelly's team, uh, his, his road manager, his brothers, uh, one of which is, is currently incarcerated. Um, uh, and to hear their perspective, uh, at times is, uh, is baffling. Um, and you know, and, and so I'm not going to give up much there, but, uh, you know, definitely check that out. Um, what I would say I was most impressed uh, by the network is that they uh, they included uh, psychiatrists and psychologists and those folks who are knowledgeable about child abuse, are knowledgeable about domestic violence, and kind of help us unpack what we've just seen. Um, so I think Lifetime did a great job of, of including that. So you're not only getting the, these intense stories, but you're getting a little bit you know professional understanding of where that's coming from. Um, and then they also did Lifetime did a great job of including you know during the commercial breaks. Um, just commercials on, you know, resources available to, to, to women uh, or, 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 you know, victims of, of uh, domestic violence or child abuse um, so that they're, you know, you, know, you have some place to call, you have some place to go jump on a website. So I think that was great and strategic um, and was a good move by Lifetime. Um, overall, you know, it's, it was heart-wrenching to watch and sometimes it gets you really upset. Um, but, uh, you know, I think it's definitely worth watching um, for many reasons. So, uh, so, so since you haven't seen it, what, what have you heard? I think from my end, because this has been such a, a bombshell of, of a series and the way things are put together these days, m social media takes a huge kind of uh, piece of, of what's going on. So it's like, you, if you missed it when it happened, you're going to read about it. Right. And that takes away a little bit from the mystique of, of catching a show like this but at the same time what i found very interesting about this docuseries is who was not in the series hmm. who did not participate and also who what what people said after the fact and 
one of the things that really caught my attention was that Dream Hampton, who is the producer of this and, and put together a, a wonderful docuseries with the resources that he had, he asked a lot of people to be part of this. Yeah. And a lot of them said no. And that really caught my kind of my ear. You know, Jay-Z, Lady Gaga, Erica Badu, Questlove, Dave Chappelle, all these people were like, I love you, Dream, you're the best, but I can't talk about this. Yeah, I don't want to touch that, yeah. And the fact that you don't want to touch it, your silence sometimes speaks louder than the oh, words absolutely. themselves. Oh, absolutely, yeah, that, that raises suspicion on its own. And it also makes you feel like, what were these artists thinking at the time? Did they say to themselves, look, I'm just going to kind of turn a blind eye and work with R. Kelly because he makes hits? Or they didn't know. They didn't know what was going on. So those were kind of things that kind of sparked uh, interest in me. Uh, another point was John Legend was extremely, you know, upfront about how he felt. Right. And I commend him for that as well. And saying, look, I want no part of this. I, I, in other words, I want no part of R. Kelly. I was, I was able to be included in this. And I said I was more than willing to speak up against this. So it, it's both, both sides were, were big on my part. As far as what's going on after the fact, uh, you know, Lady Gaga just recently pledged to remove her collaboration do what you want from streaming services. Yeah, as a, and you know, I remember when that specific song came out. There was a remix that I played on my EDM countdown show, and I wasn't too excited about the song. I thought it was kind of, uh, it was a little weird, especially with the subject matter that it included. And, and and Lady Gaga was always someone who was very careful in her words to be empowering. So to have a song like that being so suggestive, I felt like, where was this coming from? And even herself, she said, I was coming from a tough place. She was also a victim of, of the, you know, domestic violence and this type of, of, of abuse. So she just felt that she wasn't in the right place when the song was being made, but she was almost like in a fog. Mm. And it, But then it was pointed out to me, Lady Gaga st is starring in a movie. Right now, it's pretty big. This is not helping her PR. Oh, absolutely. She needs to yeah. do something. Yeah, so, strategy here, yeah. You know, it's, it's all kind of relative. And that's basically what was catching my eye as this was kind of coming along. How is this going to affect people? I mean, even uh, Omarion and the group uh, B2K, B2K. yeah. You know, R. Kelly wrote some big hits for those guys. They're on tour right now, and, and now they're like, what a, I mean, yeah, people are going up to them. These songs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <You> <laughs> imagine. Know. I think, you, I think you, one of the, the, the... I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say Bump, 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 which is probably one of their biggest hits, yep. was written by R. Kelly. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, speaking about that, I think one of the... This is just me looking from the outside in. I think one of the struggles... A lot of artists who work with him, um, you know, it's undeniable that that R. Kelly um, is the genius in his right. Right. I, I think he's written some amazing, amazing songs that are that are huge staples um, in in the community. You know, there, there are songs like Step in the Name of Love that can probably be heard in thousands and thousands of weddings. There are songs like I Believe I Can Fly um, that you can hear at graduations or in church. Um, he's written for Michael Jackson. 
Um, you know, they're they're his his repertoire is is undeniable. But I think the struggle a lot of his his co artists have is can you separate music from the man, right? And I th- I think that's what they grapple with, and I think that's what kind of drove a lot of a lot of artists' decision not to get involved, not to say anything. Um, I was even surprised that there's an artist uh, out there. His name is Rico Love, um, and uh, and and he put out a tweet, uh, which which caught a lot of people off guard. And I'm gonna read it, uh, kind of verbatim. There's nothing you can do to make me unlike 12 Pay, 12 Play, TP2, The R, or Chocolate Factory. Sorry, my ears like what they like, and with an emoji throwing his hands up. So you know, attitudes like that, you know, that hey, I, I can separate the man from the music, doesn't fly well. It doesn't fly well for me. You know, I, I don't think you can separate the two. Um, you know, it's it's if you listen to his music, then you know you're you're supporting him. If you're streaming it, you're supporting it. Um, you know, another thing I don't know if you knew, but another thing that kind of happened when this docu series came out was his streams and and sales jumped. Um, you know, and and so people are saying, you know, well, what the hell's going on? You know, why? So are people more people supporting him? I think part of that could have been curiosity. Maybe some people didn't know. R. Kelly or or heard his music and maybe they went to go stream it, but nonetheless, you know, those are the things that kind of raise the eyebrow um, and make you question. You know, can you separate the two? Yeah, it's it's a conversation that I've internalized myself, especially when, I mean, Harvey Weinstein is probably someone that comes to mind with with the same kind of situation. He was involved in so many movies. He was a big part of of so many you know, actors and actresses becoming, uh, being involved. And you're like, oh man, I can't believe that some of this work happened because he did X right. to these people or what they went through just to be involved on a project. So I think you make an excellent point. If, if you are involving yourself or playing music from someone who has done damage to people it it doesn't really work right i mean ruin lives not not just i mean even beyond that i mean there's there's i mean i again i invite you to you know when you get some time to check it out you know it's it's sad man it's it's uh, some of the stories in there from those females um and they're you know they're convincing they're those uh, you know they're not crocodile tears they're they struggle to get the words out and just the things that the amount of control he put on put on these young girls you know i, can't, I just can't imagine 14 why would you be why would you be interested in a 14 15 year old and you're like 27 31 it's 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 beyond me and and i guess what what i get upset what bothers me the most um is one you know you know where were the parents at you know how how are these 14 15 16 year olds get to get out the house for weeks at a time to stay in R Kelly's house um but you know again you know teens are teens they'll they'll lie and they'll do what they do to to be able to get away but you know parental involvement um he, you know, why isn't he locked up? You know, why isn't he in jail? What, 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 what how did he get by? And, you know, the doggy series kind of talks to that. Um, and, uh, and by the time you get to episode five or six, you start to get an understanding of what the court system was like. Um, and, and what the current movement is. And, and I, I don't know if folks know, but, you know, there's the whole talk about mute R. Kelly. Um, and I think there's another one that, that you had mentioned. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't have it in front of me right okay. now, but Mew R. Kelly is definitely the one that has the the most uh, cachet yeah. right yeah. now. 
And RCA Records is under some major, major pressure. Oh, I can imagine. I can to, imagine. To do something about this, uh, you know, it's it's been uh, documented right now that uh, the mute R. Kelly founder, uh, Orinoki Odeleye, I'm sorry if I butchered uh, their name, but basically her quote was, we want RCA to take a stand and say that we won't continue to accept this behavior from artists because they're making us money. And that's important. Yeah, I can't. I can't see how they not do that. That that's. I, I just. I. I think that the the amount of of uh, pressure is going to be enormous. Um, I know that during when when the uh, the show first aired, R. Kelly went on Facebook and kind of ranted about it, and and I, uh, I don't know the exact quote, but he said something to the effect, you know, there may be, you know, eighty. 80 you know 80,000 people who hate me but there's you know 1 billion who love me um something to that effect uh you know and that's you know that the to me the audacity you know just to, to be so uh nonchalant about it and and not understand the lives that you hurt you know and then I think he also announced about a world tour so yeah I can imagine that RCA is under an extreme pressure to do something drop them as 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 an artist cancel the tour um, and, uh, you know, I think everyone needs to turn, turn their back. This is, he's, he's disgusting. He's, um, you know, I have, I have a daughter, I have a granddaughter and I don't know what I'll do. You know, it's, 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 it's just, uh, it's beyond me. Yeah. I think it's important that RCA and everyone else take a stand and say that this is unacceptable because that will, that will give others who are perhaps with that kind of, uh, you know, disturbed mind the ability to say, okay, I'm not going to be able to get by and get this done. It's important to, to make that happen. And what you mentioned was interesting. The way that he's speaking, the way R. Kelly is portraying himself as, uh, hey, I don't know what's going on here. People still love me or whatever. That's a, that's a sign of a disturbed mind. Someone who's just not completely aware of their surroundings or what's going on, even though the world could be kind of caving in on them. And uh, I'm, I'm just glad that it's being exposed unfortunately it took so long but I'm very glad that it's out there people are making a stand I stopped listening to to R. Kelly in any sort of major capacity probably around the mid-2000s when he went through that trial oh wow okay that's good and I just said you know I I couldn't really feel that this was appropriate even though I had music on my iPod and I was playing and stuff I, I completely ignored it. I just, I said, you know what? I can't, I can't support this. Yeah. And that's, that's, and, that's understandable. Yeah. You know, and then for those who have not seen it yet, Surviving R. Kelly is the docu-series. It's on Lifetime. Uh, Lewis is saw it. You know, he, he says it's worth watching. I'm going to give it the, give it a, a look at eventually at some point. I'm, yeah, I hear you. I, I think that. The subject matter is, is definitely something that you're gonna you're gonna want to sit down and really take it in. Uh, like you said, it's a very heavy topic. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, and, and if there's anyone, I I do want to leave with this. You know, if there's anyone who's going through something similar, um, or knows someone who's going through something similar, you know, go go get the help. You know, make there there are resources out there. Um, we'll we'll put some information in the show notes. Um, you know, a couple of one eight hundred numbers and some websites. You know, get the help. You know, don't you know don't. Don't uh don't go through the struggle alone. You're not alone. I agree. We will definitely put some information on our on our site uh, when we put the episode and the show notes up. 
make sure that if you know or if you are someone who is looking for some way to get the help, we have uh, an outlet for that. Now, now that we have gone through something so heavy and so deep, uh, we, we, we want to lighten up the mood just a little bit on this wonderful podcast. We have yeah, a, for sure. yeah, we have a, a wonderful segment that uh, we, we like to call, you know, some sort of recommendation. You know, there's a lot of music out there. There's a lot going on and whether it's music or movies or whatever it is, musically yeah, I, speaking. I think we, yeah, I think we call it music, musically speaking recommends. Yeah. So th- we wanted to focus on some albums that perhaps might have been lost in the shuffle or you might have heard about, but you're like, mm, I don't know if I really want to listen to this. And we wanted to highlight two really great albums, great artists on our Musically Speaking Recommends section. Yeah, yeah, baby. Let's go. Music, books, podcasts, articles, just the good stuff. From their library to yours. Musically Speaking Recommends. So the album I am going to recommend, we're going to choose an album each, right? Lewis is going to choose an album. I'm going to choose an album. The album I'm choosing is Bad Bunny. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Uh, now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embarrass myself here. When, I, when the <laughs> album name, the album name is X100 Pre, X space 100 Pre. And I was like, what the heck? does this mean is this some like illuminati <laughs> what is going on you know the album covers some eye with a snake i'm losing my mind here i'm all freaked out it basically means por siempre so por x it's in spanish so ah, x interesting por siempre 100 pre so por siempre is basically what the album is called and you know, Bad Bunny has been around throughout the year as a huge hit maker. He was making remixes, singles. Latin trap is basically his bread and butter, but reggaeton, he has a very distinct voice. And, and for me, Bad Bunny is a bit of a chameleon. He can kind of get involved in anything, you know. And then coming from Puerto Rico, he has a little English in there somewhere. But he can do it all, and everybody wanted a piece of him in 2018 and oh yeah he was a he was a busy guy you know he didn't need to come out with an album it wasn't necessary but he drops one as a surprise right before the new year and in my opinion it is a very strong album for a couple of reasons one there are not many guests on there and that's important because he could have easily just said i want the label to give me every feature possible and everybody would have said yes yeah cardi b (laughs) Daddy Yankee. Could, yeah, he could have had the whole world, yeah. right? But he said no. He only had a couple of guests on there. One was, very interestingly, Diplo, the okay. EDM DJ. EDM, so yeah, yeah. EDM producer, Diplo. The other one was Drake on a song that was already somewhat released, Mia. So that's okay. And then the other one that I really enjoyed was El Alfa, the Dominican Dembo slash reggaeton slash rapper on a track and I, and then the rest of it is Bad Bunny and he plays around with so many different types of sounds reggaeton, latin trap dembo he even has like a weird punk rock song in there 
very strong. The two songs I totally recommend is uh, 200 miles per hour or 200 MPH and La Romana. Those are the two songs that I definitely recommend you guys listen to. I think that this album puts Bad Bunny in a position where he can be on his own and doesn't need the help. I think a lot of folks have probably dismissed him as, a, ah, he's just a featured artist guy. He can't hold his own weight. And I think he did a very good job with his solo album. I would have liked to see perhaps more producers involved on the project, but he wanted to really strip it down. And it shows that he just wanted to kind of do whatever he wants in his own way. Uh, in the end, this is a definitely a good album to check out. Oh, that is amazing. That is great. Definitely going to check that out. Interesting. Um, well, one of the ones I want to recommend uh, is, 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 is an R&B album. Um, young artist by the name of Khalid. Uh, he made his, uh, his splash last year um, with his album American Teen, uh, which, which did well for him. He actually he performed at the Grammys last year. Um, and uh, he's been kind of holding the torch. For R&B now, now when you listen to his music, his recent project is called Sun City. Um, not a full album; it's it's seven songs, which includes uh, an intro. It includes an interlude, so you're really getting about five songs. Um, but there's just solid R&B, like like the kind of R&B like when you grew up in in, in the '90s. Um, just you know, just beautiful melodies and harmony, and 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 great use of. Uh, of just instrumentation that just takes you to a different place. Um, when I listened to his album, Sun City, um, it just reminded me of that time. Uh, he has a very smooth, he kind of reminds me a little bit of, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, he has a weird name, The Weeknd, um, in terms of his approach vocally. So so Khalid, and I guess I'm letting my, you know, I'm a singer, so I'm, I listen, I, I, I kind of just don't listen to the, just the music, but I listen to the vocals and, and the vocal arrangement. So that's kind of what attracted me to this. So if, if I go a little off tangent, you know, just forgive me for that. Um, but his, his vocal, uh, just the way he approaches the vocals, um, you know, he smoothly goes from baritone to, to falsetto to his head voice and just makes it sound so... It's just so sweet and beautiful, and he he does some great stuff. He's he's also you know an artist that does his own production, um, does his own songwriting, um, which is which is huge and refreshing. Um, so he doesn't use a lot of big name producers or writers, um, and he's kind of really kind of an independent soul coming from that from that side of music, which which is what really attracts me to to this album. So it definitely some of the. Uh, Part of the two of my favorite songs on the album uh, is uh, track number two uh, is called Vertigo. Um, and then uh, actually it's three. So Vertigo and then he has track number three, which is Saturday Nights. Um, and then my favorite, and th this is the one actually on the radio, um, is Better, uh, which is track number six. So definitely check check if, you, if you're if you missing some real R&B soul and kind of will go back to that time when, when uh, you know, when, when R&B was all over the place. Um Definitely check it out. Uh, Khalid, uh, his latest album is called Sun City. Well, that concludes our episode. I hope you all enjoyed this as much as I did and, and Luis did. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, very important. Check out our website, musicallyspeakingpodcast.com. Lots of information on there. Uh, links to the some of the information that we mentioned will be there as well. Yep. So make sure that you go ahead and check it out. Yes, sir. Catch you on the next one.
Thank you for tuning in to Musically Speaking with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro.